welcome to the Happy, Healthy, Unfiltered Woman podcast. I'm your host, Jen Braun, a mom to the spunkiest little girl, a dog lover, ice cream obsessed, and overall, I'm pretty awkward in social situations. (laughs) And we are here to break down the topics that we deal with as women with no topic off limits. This podcast is for you if you're struggling with dieting, tired of restricting, want to truly change your life and feel confident in yourself once and for all. I am so excited to have you. Let's get to today's episode. Hello and welcome back. Today we are talking about intrusive thoughts, thoughts that creep into our mind, especially when we are going through the deepest of deep emotions, the deepest stress, um, lack of sleep, uncertainty, all the things in life that really make us feel unsafe, honestly. And these intrusive thoughts, so like for example, my daughter has not been sleeping well. She's gotten like three bouts of strep and um, she hasn't been sleeping well. And so one of the nights that she wasn't sleeping well, I got her back to bed and I laid in bed and literally like the intrusive thoughts just started flowing. It's like the floodgates opened and they started going. They were like, you're never going to get all the work done that you need to. You're never going to be able to be you know, alert enough for your clients. What's the point of working out? Because you're not even going to you know, have the, the energy or be able to you know, do anything that's, that's worth it. You might as well skip therapy, like all these thoughts. And that was just from, at that time, lack of sleep. And I want to talk about why that's so important because I obviously talk a lot about nutrition and our body image. And I really talk about that because I've experienced it in my life tenfold. Um, And I know that, you know, you listening to this probably have experienced it a lot as well. And nutrition and our body and how we view our body are almost like opening Pandora's box. Like those are things that we can control, even if it's controlling it negatively or controlling it in a way that, you know, we're unhappy with or restricting, but at least it's something we can control. If we were to release those, if we were to finally, you know, appreciate and love our bodies, if we were able to, um, not feel restricted around food or not feel, you know, like there was the rules around it, oftentimes it means we have to deal with those deeper emotions and those deeper feelings. And so combine trying to get deeper with how we're feeling and, you know, heal the relationship with food in our bodies and these intrusive thoughts that come in when we're in a more mentally vulnerable position. So, you know, grieving, trauma, lack of sleep, stress, um, just lack of safety, emotional safety in our lives. And it can lead to the spiral to the point where we go back to diets. We go back to um, things that we're comfortable with, even if they still didn't make us feel very great. You know, restrictive diets that cut out our favorite foods. Well, at least it was something we could control. At least it helped give us a glimpse of something, you know, that we could change, even if it meant we missed out on, you know, some things in life. Same thing with body image, like hating our body image. Well, when was the last time you liked your body image? That would have meant truly liking yourself, seeing your worth, seeing your value. And we're not really taught that. I think I think a lot is changing and you know, 
these last couple decades. I think a lot is changing as far as the self-worth component of things. But for a lot of us, decades and decades, if we aren't this thin, um, you know, certain type of body and, you know, look a certain way and do certain things that it is, it's not enough. It's never enough. And so these intrusive thoughts can literally, or your mindset can literally create your success or it can create your sabotage. It can like totally sabotage your life. Bottom line, like that is the number one key to why you're not reaching what you want to reach. Now, of course, there's underlying things with all of those. And that's what I you know, talk to my clients about. And we work through in the let it go method because we're literally learning to let it go, let go of the expectations, let go of the things that they felt they needed to do, let go of some of those fears, learn to deal with and learn to work through and eventually let go of that trauma and how to proceed in a life that they want to feel comfortable and confident and you know, not look in the mirror every day and literally dread it or hop on the scale every day and that dictate how much they eat or how they feel about themselves or if they feel like they're a failure. You being on this earth is not an accident. You being a mom, you being in your job, you being in existence exactly how you are with no other factors. You were brought here for a reason and your life means something. But if our minds are so bogged down by the way we should look, the way we should eat in order to have some sort of validation that we're doing things right, we're going to miss that purpose. We're going to miss those reasonings of why we're here and what our soul-driven path is for this life. And you can't make all those changes at once. I get it. And that's exactly why I do focus on nutrition and how you view your body because that's the first un, un, uh, raveling of the onion is what I talk about it in my, um, in my let it go method. We're peeling back that onion. Layers and layers and layers. That onion has you know substance to it, but there's also something underneath. So being able to understand, being able to recognize why did I reach for those cookies after having you know, such a, a tough day? Why did I do that? Why couldn't I have willpower? Well, what happened that day? Did your kid get sick suddenly and you had to stay home from work and then your boss chewed you out for it and then you had to work while trying to take care of your sick kid where mom guilt and you know, employee guilt you know, came into play? And you knew you were going to be behind at work. So you skipped lunch and you didn't eat anything. And then, you know, just the, the stress and it was nonstop and you were working until 10 o'clock at night. And then you reached for the cookies because one, they were a comfort. And if you check out, I think it was my last podcast um, about the connection between emotional eating and food, I think that'd be helpful. So that's a component of it. But it's also the physiological fact that you probably did not fuel your body enough that day and the body wants simple carbohydrates as quick energy. Bottom line. Moral of the story is there's nothing wrong with you. It's how we think about why we're making these decisions. It's what moral definition that we put on ourselves of doing that. Oh, I did bad. No, I didn't do bad. 
I chose that because it was comforting, and I've also been hungry as heck all day. That's it. doesn't have to have more meaning than that. It doesn't mean you are a bad person. It doesn't mean you have failed. It means that you had a pretty dang hard day, and hopefully your little one feels better. Hopefully work is better. But you know that you did the absolute best you can. We're in this hustle culture that we have to always do more and expect to do more. But let's be real. If you're doing the best you can, you're doing the best you can. <laughs> That's it. Bottom line. So putting more pressure on yourself is, again, another form of control. That's it. So how can you start to pull away some of those thoughts around food that perpetuate that spiral, that perpetuate those um, intrusive thoughts that make you turn to something to control, which is usually a diet, which we know doesn't work and doesn't make you happy, or some sort of negative comments towards your body. And my two suggestions. One is journaling every time that you feel it can be on, on your phone it can be in an app whatever you want journaling how you feel journaling when you feel that you have had something that you shouldn't whether you feel guilt whether you feel shame whether whatever it is why why do you feel that way no judgments no nothing why do you feel that way and then i want you to challenge that where did that come from did you read in a textbook that said you should not eat X because it is going to directly cause heart disease or it is going to directly send you to the hospital. Like, why are you not supposed to have that? And if you don't have an answer for that, it's probably because we've learned it from various diets, various things on social media. But do we have the full story on it? And that's what I teach my clients. I help them educate on nutrition. But the bigger thing is that more damage is done by the stress around restriction and trying to navigate your nutrition versus the actual foods that we're eating. The second thing is how we view our bodies. So I don't know about you, but I don't stand in front of the mirror. I don't even think I have a floor-length mirror. Not by choice. I just didn't, I just don't have them. So I don't know how often other than like putting on makeup that we're actually like staring in the mirror and looking at ourselves and getting familiar with like um, for me, Jen now. So if we never do that and all we have is the picture of maybe pictures of we looked of what we looked like 10 years ago, 20 years ago, whatever, or the picture of what we think we look like in our brain. And then we get pictures now, like, you know, you're in a wedding or you're on vacation or whatever. And you're like, oh my gosh, I look like that. And we can often put these glasses on that shifts the or sways the per- perception of what we look like because we're comparing it to something that isn't the same you anymore. It's not you from 20 years ago. But would you want to be you from 20 years ago? 
possibly like a poor, you know, college student that had no idea what they were doing with their lives and, you know, probably didn't feel comfortable in their bodies either? Or what about just reintroducing yourself now? And I don't mean looking in the mirror and being like, hey girl, you're looking good when that doesn't feel right. I mean just taking time. One of my clients is super uncomfortable in shorts in the summer. And I said, okay, I totally respect that. But in order for you to become comfortable wearing shorts in the summer, you got to get comfortable wearing shorts in the summer. So three times a week for two minutes a day, she puts the shorts on and she looks in the mirror. And she writes down what comes up, what comes through, what, where is that? Like A lot of these things are because of other people have said or about us or about other people. And we take that on ourselves. We're stripping away these layers to get to the true us so that we can actually live the way we want to versus keep trying to either conform or figure out ways to control things when things feel out of control that are not actually making us happy. So I hope this is helpful in understanding how those intrusive thoughts and how you view your body and nutrition truly do dictate success or sabotage and they can be a pivotal point in you making massive radical changes in terms of how you enjoy your life every day and even how you see yourself as a person i love you guys have a great day Thank you so much for listening to the Happy, Healthy, Unfiltered Woman podcast. I am so grateful to have you in this community. Follow me on Instagram at jenbron.rd for more information on creating your most confident life. I also have a link in my show notes to my free Facebook community. Inside there, there's free training, community support, all for free. You don't want to miss out on that. And if you're ready to ditch dieting for good, not feel ashamed of your body and create the life you desire, message me on Instagram and apply for my allowed program. Let's transform your life. See you next time.